And we start with local government. The Pittsburgh Board of Commissioners met last night, and they made what appears to be a pretty big decision. Board voted to send a notice of intent to sue Apollo Chemical for violations of the Clean Water Act and the Resource Conservation and Recovery Act. Additional information coming soon, hopefully via our conversation with Kyle Shipp coming up here in about 20 minutes. Board also took steps toward protecting the town's drinking water by authorizing funding for a pilot study to assess the efficacy of a new advanced treatment system. Yet another thing to ask Kyle Shipp about. Keeping it in Chatham County, commissioners and other elected officials in the county, including Pittsburgh Mayor Kyle Shipp, held a legislative breakfast with the county's state legislative delegation to discuss their priorities for the upcoming session of the General Assembly. Over in Carborough, the town council has a work session tonight at 7. And they will discuss the structure and makeup of town boards and commissions. Last week, the Carborough Town Council voted to change the name of Carr Street from Carr, named after a notorious white supremacist named Julian Carr, to Braxton Fushi Street, named after the town's first black elected official. Many residents of the street turned out to protest, not the changing of the name, but the process and timeline of that change. Carborough Mayor Barbara Fushi spoke with 97.9 The Hill last week about that process. I was really struck. Tuesday night by the comments from the community. Um, I do pride myself on being very engaged in the community and wanting to hear from all voices. But I think, you know, what happened here was everyone was real happy for the intent behind it. But that letter went out really late. It went out like a week before we were to codify (laughs) the street renaming. And so rightly so, Uh, folks from that street came in and they were absolutely furious. And I felt all of that. (laughs) We needed to do this better, right? But what what I will say is there are efforts behind the scenes to further assist Uh, The residents, town manager Parker and I had a meeting today and we talked about that. Staff is diligently working um, to not only do some of the address changes from the town side for those 45 or so residents, but also to provide a very comprehensive kind of punch list, checklist, you know, that residents can go by in order to finish getting that address changed. That's going to take effect, I think, towards the end of next month. But it was not lost on me that that was occurring um, and the emails that we are receiving. And so that's all on us. And so I just, for the future, (laughs) when you know better, you do better. Carborough Mayor Barbara Fushi speaking there. You can find the full conversation in the News on the Hill section of Chapelboro.com. We go to campus now where UNC President Peter Hans has named the 13-person search committee to identify candidates to be the next chancellor for UNC Chapel Hill. Dr. Christy Page will head up the committee. She's the chief academic officer at UNC Health and executive dean of the School of Medicine. Other members include faculty chair Beth Morocco, student body president Christopher Everett, board chair Randy Ramsey, and board of trustee chair John Pryor. In arts news, we've learned the lineup for the Big Night Inn for the Arts. There are several familiar names in the local music scene in there, including Tift Merritt and Pierce Freelon. You can find a news article at chapelboro.com to learn more details. Got some state news now to share with you as well. As Governor Cooper yesterday signed an executive order setting new statewide conservation goals 
for forests and wetlands. The order directs the state to take steps to permanently conserve a million new acres, restore another million acres, and plant a million new trees in urban areas. And we got some more news from campus now. A future member of the UNC campus community recently got a big jump in fame. The Miss America Teen Pageant is a sister competition to the adult pageant. And last month, North Carolinian Hanley House earned the 2024 crown. Carolina Connections' Amina Akram spoke with the 16-year-old in the weeks following her win and has filed this profile on House. After losing her high school pageant in Johnston County a year ago, winning the title of Miss America Teen 2024 was something 16-year-old Handley House did not anticipate. Many people who knew her celebrated her victory. Those included high school teachers, friends, neighbors, and relatives who got together to watch the competition on TV. House is still processing her win. It felt like an out-of-body experience, um, something that I want to experience again as Miss North Carolina to become Miss America instead of a Miss America's teen again. Um, but, you know, that opportunity, um, that whole week was just so good. Even Hanley House mother, Karen House, could not contain her excitement. She smiled proudly as she spoke about her daughter. It's been surreal. The moment that they called North Carolina as the winner, knowing that just less than a year before that, she was not even looking <laughs> at that path, um, and to watch how hard she worked. House was still in disbelief weeks after she won. She showed us her much-cherished possessions, her crown, and her big, bold white and black sash that says Miss America Teen. 2024. I was able to make so many more friends from all of different states all around this amazing nation that we live in. House is a junior at Cleveland High School in Johnston County. She plans to attend UNC. As part of the prize package, she received a $75,000 scholarship to attend a college of her choice. I want to attend the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill um, to study business. There's no other place, better place to do it rather than right here. Um, and so being able to come here, um, I like to call it my home already. House, who did not grow up participating in beauty pageants, attributes her sudden rise to fame and success to her community, her parents, and her strong work ethic. Living in that fearless mindset, working hard, not giving up, um, and truly being surrounded by such an amazing village has gotten me where I am today. House is also a professional dancer at the Academy of Performing Arts in Apex. House dance teacher Nancy Andrew is still thrilled for her student. Andrew says the entire school is very proud of her and made multiple watch parties the day she was crowned. I feel like she truly embodies what it is to be a woman who supports women. That is something that was evident from the second she stepped in our studio. She was always cheering for other kids, always supporting others, and had just such like an empathy for what other kids were experiencing and what they were feeling. House also runs a sticker business and a nonprofit organization called Passion for Profit, which empowers young girls to build leadership and entrepreneurship skills. Karen House says the sky is the limit for her daughter. I was just enjoying watching her have fun 
and experience and learn and grow, I was never really thinking about the end because I knew that God, whatever he had planned for her is where we were going to end up. In Chapel Hill, I'm Amina Akram. Carolina Connection is a student-produced radio newscast from the UNC Hussman School of Journalism and Media. You can hear their full programs on Saturday mornings at 8.30 right here on 97.9 The Hill through the spring semester. Time now to talk sports. we got basketball coming up. The 7th or 5th ranked UNC men's team, depending on which poll you reference, will be traveling up to Syracuse for a matchup of pretty big importance for both teams, honestly. A loss by UNC would look pretty bad and raise a lot of questions about how the team's progressing given some recent play. A win by Syracuse would give them a huge bump on their NCAA tournament resume. So this one's actually got a lot on the line, even though UNC should be able to put this one away pretty easily. Syracuse just 6-7 and seven in conference play. They've lost four of their last six. They also got biscuits thrown at them the last time they were at the Smith Center, losing 103-67. Head coach Hubert Davis says they got to be ready for a tough matchup tonight, though. We get everybody's best shot. So, I mean, you know, the energy that we get, you know, from opposing teams, it's always going to be at a high level. So, you know, in, in terms of specifically addressing that, that's something that's doesn't even have to be mentioned. It's, it's you know, it's known. I mean, Syracuse is 11-2 at home. Really good basketball team. I'm a huge fan of uh, Coach Autry. And um, they've got some guys that are some of the better players in our conference. And they're a team that uh, leads the ACC in steals and forced turnovers. And so it's just going to be huge for us to take care of the basketball. If we take care of the basketball and rebound, it puts us in a good position on the road. But as I said before, they're a good basketball team and they play even better at home. And we know that. Hubert Davis there. Tonight's game tips off at 7 o'clock. That means the action here on 97.9 The Hill starts at 5.30 when Brighton McConnell will be in to do countdown tip-off. One other UNC team in action tonight, women's lacrosse with their home opener at 5 o'clock, hosting Liberty on Dorrance Field.